Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Well, well, well. <laughs> Martin. Hey, Jackie Cation. You went and saw a play today. I saw a musical. Right. I, part of my, um, you did, you bought the the package as the, well. The, the Pantages year. And we were going to go together, but I forgot that you have a ten year old son. Well, and so well, you I have, have a different to go to, day too. Yeah, you have a different day. It has um, to be. Matinees, have you right? seen The King and I? I was blessedly on the road. I've never enjoyed <laughs> The King and I. <laughs> uh, so uh, Andy went. Fuck, musicals are long. I mean, well, the oh King and I God. is super long. Is it and, really? And they're not all that long. And the Uncle Tom scene—that's fifteen minutes. You're never going to get back. Oh, Uncle the, Tom's cabin. Oh, we're, remember we're, the Uncle Tom's cabin? The little play. The, the, the play, play within, within the, the play. play? Yeah, I, that was one of my favorite parts. Oh, good for you. It was really good. All right. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, you haven't. You We're haven't different obviously, people. you haven't seen this. This production. production this Jackie. production is affecting monumental change. Did oh, you I, see Hedwig? No. Oh, you missed Hedwig? No, that I, wasn't in your package. It was, but I didn't go. Okay, I missed it. Um, oh, yeah. I was out of town. Because that, that is a, a situation when the head, the production was. I thought this production was fantastic. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I can now say that because I've seen four plays in uh, the last year. Yeah, and I've half. never seen this many plays in my in life. In my life. And my, but I, br- I brought my son, you know, yeah. I'm trying to like give him all culture. You and get, stuff. get him cultured up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there know. it was. So this one, when what? does this go up, Kyle? Uh, next week. Next week. That's what is. I, it will be after Trump takes over the United States of America. So right. it'll be after that weekend. I'm going to be in New York that weekend. So I'll mm-hmm, have just mm-hmm. been back from New York. I'll, I'll be, be uh, performing and, uh, no. <laughs> and arrested and arrested being a woman with an opinion. Um, right. no, I'll be going to that March, the New York March, not the D.C. one. Right. I'll be in Orlando, Florida. I, oh, I'm sure there's a huge march huge. in Orlando. Right. And of course, everybody's going to totally be on my side. I'm doing the indie. Uh, yeah, this will come out after I come back from. I'm doing so the let's, indie. Let's plug shit we've already done. That's, right, and then I'm doing that's Sketch the Fest. The first thing that's wrong with our ex- with the podcast. marketing chops. Exactly. It's uh, but uh, yeah, I just came back. I did two nights with Brian Regan and one night with Maria, and uh, Idaho Falls, four degrees, four degrees. Wow, super chilly. Wait, that was Maria. No, that was uh, Brian. That was Regan. Brian Regan so was Idaho Falls. Walk me two through nights. this. She flew out on what day? Flew it on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, show before. Wednesday night. Uh, no, Thursday night. Okay. Uh, so I got there late, and uh, everything closes in Idaho Falls. Right, at ni- but nine p.m. Were you in a nice hotel? Yep. Uh, free popcorn in the. Uh, Why would you need to leave to go out then? I'd, well, what and are you complaining Smitty's, about? Smitty's Steakhouse and Pancake Shop was uh, right. Oh up, my god! But they had so I ate there three mornings in a row. <laughs> yeah. So he yeah, had did. two nights worth of shows. Yeah. Yeah, in Idaho Falls. Yeah, at this theater, this beautiful theater. Oh, that's great. And they were they were such fun shows. So the the crazy thing that happened was is because I overthink and I haven't worked with him in over a year. Right. Because I was supposed to, and then I had my surgery, and I had mm-hmm. to cancel. That was that one. Yeah. That you were like, you could still do it. <laughs> no, I know you're bleeding to death slowly, but you could just go up to San Francisco. I told you that's what pads are for. <laughs> I, mean, I told you a couple times. Uh, yeah, I was yeah gross, and I was soaking through them. Uh, that's what's <laughs> gross. Me in my head. So um, too much info. The but the 
So I hadn't worked with him in over a year, and I was f- kind of freaking out because I also I want him to know that I have new material. Sure. And every for is he watching? He is watching. Oh yeah. He watches every every. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he watches every set. So he just he hasn't walked to the stage like Elvis without even knowing who the opener is. No. Dang. No, he isn't. He's standing on the side and bef- and, and he does a shot before uh he goes up. Yeah, a um, shot of booze? Yeah. Oh. And, cool. But like thirteen, like booze that you steal from your parents when you're thirteen. Okay. Brian Regan <laughs> continues to be uh, a baby inside of a giant man, inside of a man's body. Uh, Peach schnapps. In a giant's career. In yeah. a giant's career. <laughs> I mean, he is the one of the genuinely continuing to be uh, the greatest, nicest dude in the world. Yeah. And and by the way, of his hour, um, forty of it was new. How does he work it out if he take doesn't he take the summer off or he takes some amount giant I think amount of time off? He takes a couple of months off. How does he work all that stuff out though? I don't know, but he was he was like, Oh that that bit's new. Oh that bit's new. Oh man. So he's working it out in front of twelve hundred oh, oh, people. He's telling them I thought he was n- no, commenting he's telling me. on you. Okay. So No, no, not on my side. So he's just his. working it out. I mean his his sense of his act is so strong, his chops are so Yeah. That, he know, just, that you can just try something and know. You know, like as comfortable as I am in a room with 180 people headlining, right. that's, that's how he is between with 1,200. Wow. Or 7,000. I don't know if he's that how, comfortable with the 7,000. How long, how long does he go? He does an hour and then he gets off stage and then he comes back. He's got them trained so that he leaves and they so they sit through. It's no Chappelle nonsense yeah. where they yell nonsense out. He comes back and then they yell old bits that they want him to do. Wow. And then he does 5 to 15 of that. Fuck, that's so cool. He's got him perfectly trained, and they're psyched. And he's like, you know, I'm going to do this. You know, he doesn't say it every time, but he's like, but someday he'll say, you know, the purpose of stand-up comedy is surprise. And now we've lost that because you've named the bit that you want me to do. So clearly, I'm, of course, psyched that you they know don't the ca- bit. It's how he performs it. Yeah. For him, you don't know, You don't need the surprise. It's, no, you, it's his you execution You want to see him do it completely. live. You yeah. can see every Brian Regan chunk over and over and over again and still laugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the audience is getting an hour, and then, then, and I then do they're getting... 20. Wait, for him to go, to him to go, this is a new thing, like, I, I feel like if you're doing it an hour, an hour... You've given you you have fifteen extra minutes that are yours. Right, forty five belong to them. Yeah, right, and then the fifteen are yours. Yep, and that's extra bonus if it works. Yeah, for it's, them. and and then you stick them in the middle and you can get out of it because you've been doing stand up for thirty five years. Right, forty five. Sure, whatever. You surround it with your gold and right, and it's not a problem. It's um yeah, and that fi- I think you're right. I think that fifteen minutes is his. That fifteen minutes is yeah. ours. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. doing if I'm doing an hour, I you know you could sit through. You get forty five. I get fifteen. Pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. It's a gold. Because a 15 might be great, too. It's true. And it's and if it's Brian Regan, it's probably going to be. Yeah. Wow. So did he have stuff that didn't work? Mm. No, he had. You know that thing that happens when you do a, a bit and and you don't have an end for it? Yeah, yeah. And then you just riff something? Yeah. That's a whole new direction that that joke could take in. Yeah, right, And he was right. talking about mass murderers having yeah. uh, voices in their heads? Yeah. And then at the end of it, he made some throwaway line because it, it didn't end hard enough. Yeah. And so he kind of, it was a sort of self-deprecating throwaway line. And I I was in the, the very happy position to remind him of that. Oh, cool. I love it, you know, because the thing is, yeah. is, I'm not saying, I don't, obviously don't try to tag it or do anything yeah. like that. I'm just, uh, I just, you know, I'm there to spar like Rocky yeah. meeting Apollo. <laughs> Apollo Creed the first time. And um, so, but... 
Yeah, so I was like, I loved what you what did you riffed on that last thing, and it's nice when you can see somebody that you admire, you know, yeah. just kind of ting, like the well, light bulb. Goes I think off. it makes a difference when a comic points it out too. It's entirely it's different. like, oh, I I see. Maybe you don't even see what you just did, but I just so right. you know, I see something. Right. Her. I mean, somebody asked me because last episode we were talking about what if it's hard for me. Somebody asked me online if it was hard for me to write for these clean shows and to make sure that my stuff was clean. Yeah. And what I got out of working with Brian Regan. And I was like, well, I get to watch Brian Regan for an hour. Yeah. That's what I get out of uh, opening for Brian Regan besides a paycheck. Yeah. Uh, But I get to watch essentially a master at it. It's a master class in stand-up watching that guy. And it's an elevated gig. I mean – you and me were used to certain kind of gigs, <laughs> and sure. they're and they're and it's There's jokes nothing being wrong inter- with those gigs. jokes being interrupted by wait staff mm-hmm. and you know audiences text whatever you right. know everyone's busy mm-hmm. right and, right they've come out to see essentially a band yes and I'm gonna talk and a to Regan them. gig or a Gaffigan you know somebody like that you have an audience that's paid a lot of money mm-hmm. no one's no one's fucking around right they want it they're really there for that and there's no there's no drink orders. No, no. Know? It's a theater, it's a theater situation theater. where they're all a, facing you. It's a different kind of gig. I yeah. Mean, it's... Well, and, and I just, I was like, I don't, what I don't get is what he gets out of having me open for him. I mean, I'm a perfectly great comic. I have no, I have a great deal of ego. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to, how to express to you that I'm doing fine emotionally <laughs> about my act. Uh, but I don't like, but he does watch every set. And so here's what happened. Well, you must make him show. laugh. Well, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what that's, the person uh, online pointed out. They were like, because uh, he gets to watch you do stand-up comedy. That's <laughs> what he's excited about. And I was yeah. like, well, very flattering. And I'm going to take that. <laughs> and, uh, but the, here's what happened. I had such a, I, I had micromanaged my set yeah. to the nickel, yeah. right? And so I forgot where I was. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm only doing 20, 20. 15 to 20. <laughs> and so I literally pulled out my set list. That's great. And looked at it. And I was like, yeah, here it is behind the curtain, you guys. I'm going to bring Brian out any minute, but I'm going to do this bit and then do it. <laughs> put it in my back pocket. And I got off stage and I was inc- I was apologetic, obviously, to Brian. And he was like, who cares? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. It's and, But the how, how comfortable is it? Right. They're, they're com- like, I just want a good show. That right. was funny the way she pulled that thing. Does she do that at every show? Even right. They think you- they, right. They're not thinking about it. And. I was overthinking it, and but yeah. how comfortable am I in front of twelve hundred people? I can just reach into my Han Solo pants and pull out my um, a set list. Sure, those well, are pretty sweet. That's better than uh, not checking and launching into a joke that all this that halfway into sudden, it you realize has the word content. Exactly, like, oh, no. which is exactly <laughs> what I was afraid of. Because I mean, the thing is, is what I did like about working with him is that all of my new stuff. Yeah, it's I. It can be cleaned up. Welcome to the cool. fact that my uh, my album, which will be coming out in March, is unnecessarily uh, is, filthy. Is unnecessarily gotta... curse filled with curse words. We have a t- we have a title, <laughs> unnecessarily dirty, by Jackie Cage. Congratulations, all of us. So, <laughs> yeah, the um, I don't know. What did you do last week? Let's see. Well, I had a you know. Oh, first I wanted to because I think before. Christmas. I had a show where I had to get drunk uh, before the show and perform. And yeah, that's right. You were about you were, it. You were saying you had to go do that. I had so much fun. Was it? And super I just fun? wanted to put that out because the person, you know, I don't want that person to be like, "Oh my god, she just bitched the whole time." And it, but I actually had a lot of fun. I had like five or if six. If we shots. mention you on this 
you're good. <laughs> if we had five, we had like five or six shots of Jameson's, which I I ne- I've never had before. I'm like, I should, you doing I should shot? try that. I should try this. <laughs> this is this is making all of the pain go bye bye. Yeah, yeah. It, it tastes horrible. What an well, awful the first three. Awful. Sure, <laughs> the last two, you're fine. <laughs> oh, it's Road Jackie weighing in. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I had a lot of fun. Okay. So then how'd the set go? Well, it was, a, it was a, a debate against, uh, students who, who weren't drunk. Oh. The comics got drunk what? and we debated students who were sober, sober, sober youth. but terrified of being on stage. Oh, and so, so you had all kinds of advantages. Yeah, and yeah, so they yeah. were trying to, essentially they were like hitting you in the kneecaps. Yeah. So to dumb you down, yeah. to go up against this 18 year old who had yeah. stage fright. Yeah, it was great. Okay. It was fun. And anyway. that's hilarious. I, yes, I see fun. why that's okay. funny. And I got <laughs> Ubered to and from, you know, uh, good. so it was fine. Okay. So, uh, so then I had this, uh, oh, before I go into that, my mom, my mom came home during the King and I, you know, I mm-hmm. turned my phone on afterwards. There's text i'm at the airport where are you my flight was early i'm cold so uh so guess what <laughs> i could i could feel windows and doors open in my head shutting slamming shut the more she i'm like oh i'm just turning in myself again okay i'm right, turning great. into a vampire again yes oh, it's I'm becoming so i'm becoming a hermit and i'm i'm i don't want to be touched <laughs> <laughs> like i was like last night i i did a spot at the store uh on tammy joe show at the nice. belly room and I, I parked actually right here near Meltdown and then walked to the store because it's like a mile. Oh, nice. You know? and, uh, and, and it makes me feel like I'm in New York and it's yeah. easy to park, you know. And then, um, uh, but I was walking back. I'm like, maybe I'll go on a date. Like I was just being, feeling free and like <laughs> female again. As I was walking down the Sunset Strip, seeing all these couples and I'm like, yeah. And now my mom's home and Laura, Laura, Laura. It, I'm like, oh, oh, I just want to be, I just want to like, nap in the garage right maybe okay. set up a little cot so but last week yeah. she wasn't home and so um i had a set on thursday night and i didn't have a sitter um my sitter wasn't available i threw okay. a couple uh phone calls out no one was available so i brought my son to the west side comedy theater but he's oh, not allowed not in there because oh because they're booze a- oh, weird. and so um i think he could have been but i i wouldn't want to put anyone in a p- position to have to watch him in the green room or to something? watch him and then what if what if it's not cool and the cops can you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. I, it's my responsibility okay so i took him to starbucks on third <laughs> you left him on the third street I did. promenade I did. yeah that's a lot safer so uh we went into starbucks and uh i'm like all right if anyone asks you 12 i tweeted this too but it's completely it's so true. funny he, he it's was too funny so excited he's so fucking down to lie about his age yeah <laughs> So uh, and then I got two drinks and I I had his drink and I put my drink across from him and I left my purse there so it looked like I was just darting out, <laughs> just a mom darting out. Wow, you created a diorama. <laughs> you created like. And a- I ran over and I did my spot and then I I came back and got him and uh, he he'd been on you know Minecraft the whole time. And, sure. And he's tall enough to pull off looking twelve, I think. Yeah. And so it was fine. He looks he, he looks twelve. Yeah. yeah, he's he is tall. Yeah. So yeah. so that's uh, that's a new. That's a new um, new level of uh, neglect. <laughs> and, but, but he was but psyched. Also, yeah, he was psyched. And it's it's like, well, maybe I could do this a little bit more, you know, and it's fun for him. Yeah. And quite so, honestly, yeah. 10, yeah. he's, he's not going to cross the street without looking. Yeah. Right, he's, right, He's right. not a baby. Yeah. He's a 10-year-old. Yeah. 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 So 
It's it's the beginning of him being a man child. It is. And yeah. then when I when we had to pick up my mom, we were we took an Uber to the Pantages and back. Oh right. Or a Lyft, sorry. And then um he said, Let me stay home while you go get grandma. How great would that be? And just me like, just sitting at the house. Alone with the internet. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> right. You don't get to be a man child. Uh, yeah. Is, so, uh, yeah. You have to, you go to your friend's house and find porn, like every other kid in the world. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. He wouldn't know what to do with, he, he, no, he's not even at that. He's not, he's not thinking and about And I know if guys were listening, oh, I was into nose tent. No, you weren't. Or, or, or you weren't that kid. Or you're uh, mentally ill. I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Because my kid isn't. He doesn't. I wasn't. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't know. I mean, there were. Boys there were. There were, there, were, there no. were. No, there were kids that were, but I was not one of them. They're all being sexually abused. That's why. <laughs> all of them. All of you. Right. You weren't safe. That's why you were thinking about it. Or you were just. Some kids mature faster. Don't worry about it. Like I, I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Don't worry about. It. I don't know why. I don't know, I how, got, I don't know why this know, ended that way. It's yeah. gonna get me involved. Well, let me tell you. No, oh, no. But I will tell you this: Final, the big disclosure. You, you, so you, you, you brought up your mom, and it was, it was. I was talking to Maria about because um, then I did the Maria gig in San yeah. Francisco this last night. And did you um, come back to LA and then fly up to San Francisco, or did you yes. go from Idaho Falls to? Uh, I flew back and flew out of Burbank, sweet, sweet Burbank. So easy, uh, so easy. No Delta Sky Club. And uh, at also, ha Idaho- ha, good. Fuck oh. you and your Delta Sky Club. <laughs> hey, let me tell you this: uh, Idaho Falls, yeah, one carousel. I was like, so when my bag comes off of that plane, is it going to come onto that carousel? <laughs> and the guy goes, Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's going to be the carousel. Yep. Brian even made a joke about it on stage. He was like, he said, "What number carousel?" Because he asked what number, and the guy got to say, "Because you know how people love the same joke oh, over yeah. and over." The oh, guy yeah. got to say, "You can call that one uh, carousel number one if you want." And uh, so, <laughs> moments of family fun. That's my boyfriend one day. I'm gonna That's your boyfriend. Probably hook up with that guy. So, Maria was, um, so yeah, I flew back and then we drove Saturday morning to San Francisco. Oh, cool. Yeah, we, uh, That's San, a nice not drive. San Francisco, San Diego. Oh, oh, we were down okay, in San Diego. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. And it was three hours. It's only 90 miles, of course, but it was right. three hours because it's insane. Yeah. And we met Christine Madrano. That's it, Madrano. Okay. Uh, and because she opened. Cool. She did 10 up front because Marie was like, hey, let's give another person a shot. And I was like, you, this is all you giving everybody a shot. And by God. And so that I, you know. Um, That's cool. It was great. And we did that thing where I was like, well, what do you want out of this set before? And Maria wanted to try her new uh, she almost bled to death um, bit. She didn't do it. Um, is that a true story? Well, yeah, she she got into the. Well, I don't want to ruin. Yeah, you might. Yeah, but I don't want yes. to step on the. Okay. But Jesus. she lived, you guys, and uh, so <laughs> she had some sort of Pokemon issue, right? And so she okay, had the okay, surgery, okay. and then she got in the car, and then by Pokemon there was, you mean a uh, thing vibrator? Yeah, yes. yeah, like that. And uh, <laughs> it's a callback to like a medical emergency seven months ago, <laughs> right? So thirty-five episodes ago, you guys, and uh, so the. Um, yeah, and so uh, she wanted to do that bit, but she, what happened was, in her audience, so this is another one of these 1,000, 1,200-seat theaters, wow. like Brian's, right? Right. And it's gorgeous, and it was yeah. lovely, the Belboa. And, um, wow. And down in the Gaslight District, and I drove. Yeah. And I was like, no. Anyway, so, um, because what, what? I'm not the... Because I never am in touch with the theater. I never know where to park. Oh. So I just kind of pull up. 
right. And then <laughs> try to find parking and have someone. And a guy ran out, and he was a nice guy, but he he only knew Maria, and so he didn't. He was talking. He was barking stuff at me, uh-huh. and then talking to Maria, and then later he was really nice to me. But I was I was I had also forgotten to eat since breakfast. And so we had to go around the block, and Christine's in the back seat, and Maria's in the bucket, the seat next to me. Mm-hmm. And I go, "Hey, uh, I'm going to be a little uh, twitchy until I get uh, a piece of fruit or something." And Maria pulled a Caesar salad out of her purse, and <laughs> <laughs> as one does, as one does, and handed me a giant piece of chicken breast. And she was like, "Eat this as you drive," and I did. And guess whose blood sugar went down, and it was fine. And uh, and less grumpy. But I sure. go on. So Christine goes up. She does great. Do you know her? You might have met her. I don't know if I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I might have, but I also, um, I as, as you are too, yeah. forget names yeah. of people that you've right, right. met. Yeah. Right. You, but her you, name sounds familiar. Yeah. And so she's... now I feel like I'm, no matter what, I, I'm. I'm an asshole right now. No, no, don't be. Okay. Don't, don't think it. She's fine. She's uh, so. But she went up to ten, and then I go up, and there's a woman in the front row who just starts talking at a theater gig, just like we were talking about with Brian's gig, where there there's no. They've paid sixty five dollars or whatever to wow. see, or whatever they thirty five. God yeah. knows what how much it is. But um, we're in touch with the common people, right? <laughs> our our shows cost fifteen to twenty, guys. and <laughs> they're uh, Groupons, and, and their Groupons are seven dollars. <laughs> so um, if it's your birthday, it was free. <laughs> and um, so, but this woman starts talking, and I'm trying to do this bit, and I was like. No, lady, you have to stop talking. Because she's she's talking to you or talking. She's talking to, to her friend, but I can actually see them, because the whole audience is dark, right? Maria right. likes it dark, but the first row is lit. Yeah, and um, so she's in the first row, and she is chatty fucking Magoo, and I'm like, lady, you have to stop talking. And the woman she's talking to is like, yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it. And this woman kind of looks at me, and she's got to be our age or older, right? And she's dressed like, uh, I, I called her Diane Keaton. I met Meryl Streep. Anyway, because uh, she had that sort of flowing linen look. She was very beautiful. What just happened in this story? You met Meryl Streep? I met Meryl Streep. When? No, it was to fuck you. It's No, this is the, the woman in the front row looked like Diane Keaton. Right. But she really looked like Meryl Streep. Are you, oh, how you did didn't I, meet Meryl Streep. No, I didn't meet any of those people. It was well, just some asshole in the front row. You just said I met row. Meryl Streep in the middle of a story. No, I said she looked like Meryl Streep. <laughs> Uh, I love play it back. She's play back in the that. middle of it. I know what she said. She and said, "You are right." Oh, Thank I was. You. Oh, there you go. You just said I met uh, Meryl Streep. And said I met Meryl Streep. And then you went right I, back I, to the story. Okay, I meant Meryl Streep. That's what I said. Oh, okay. this is this is the best twelve seconds of podcasting <laughs> ever done. So. I told the woman to shut the fuck up in the end. And I then think I you want to tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm real close, the two of you. Because... Except for all I am is thinking to myself, oh, I fucking mumbled the word meant. They thought I said met. And this is a fascinating story. I'm going to tell it three more times. You didn't goddamn. immediately admit it. You, you, no, I didn't. Because I didn't even sound get... like I was crazy. Well, you gaslit me. You caught gaslighting me. Caught. Caught. Has anyone even seen... People keep saying that. Has anyone seen that movie from 1939? No. So there you go. Please do not use that term unless you go back and watch that fucking it's movie. Making, it's turning off the lights. It's changing things, making the person think that they're crazy. Yeah, that's it's a movie so we, called Gaslight. Yeah, so you <laughs> gaslit me by by denying that you, you mansplained the term gaslighting to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just insinuated. 
annoyed that I didn't know in Amex I hadn't seen a movie from 1939. The origin of the term. I I know. <laughs> I got a mansplain to you the origin of the term gaslighting. In in any way, it turns out that the woman was drunk. She was drunk at a Maria Bamford show. Who the fuck gets drunk and spends sixty five dollars to sit in the front row? People um, that are in need of recovery, well, or not there San yet. Diego people, maybe, maybe fancy San Diego people have they money just to lost burn. The Chargers, they're devastated. Give them, give them a break. That's a sporting people, right? What is that? <laughs> That's is that football. a football? Or? Yeah, okay. I only know that because uh, we had to make Someone jokes cared. about it last week. Oh, right, because of the news. Um, so anyway, but uh, so the set was all right, and you know, before the show, Christine said she wanted to, uh, her her goal for the for the show was to be loose. Yeah. And to just have, you know, to be loose and not be super tense about it because she was excited and, and nervous, right? Mine was that I wanted to have fun yeah. because I'm done with that fucking album yes, and yes. I just have to edit. And then, um, and then Maria took some of the fun out of it <laughs> by saying... By saying, I want to bleed to death? No, she said, I want you to do the genocide bit. <laughs> And I was like, it is so She's emotionally not allowed to say that. Emotionally draining. She can. I don't have to take it, right? <laughs> I mean, she can say whatever she wants. She'd be like, hey, do that snowmobile bit from 1996 when I met you. <laughs> or 1996 when we known each other for 12 minutes. <laughs> well, did you do it? Yeah, I did it. And it was uh, emotionally draining, and people were fine. But And there's more punchlines in it. I mean, every time I do it, there's more punchlines. Sure. Because uh, that's how I write. Especially with something that big. Well, all right. I, I took out uh, I took out one thing that I think was harming the rhythm of a bit. Just like one nice. tiny and yeah, it's weird how just pull yeah. it down a little bit. You know, it's it, it it it's it's musical. A joke is musical. And if you have if there if you on the I'm I'm not using musical analogies correctly, but on the upbeat, if you don't have the joke that they feel like they're supposed to be having, right. then they get a little discombobulated. And if it's on the next beat, it's like it doesn't get the laugh it's supposed to get. Right. You know? The rhythm is the way you say things. Is as far as I'm concerned, it's the most important. Yes. I mean the words. Anybody can write. I I've known super smart uh, comics who, for the love of God, cannot talk on stage, and the audiences hate them but they're super funny yeah and super i used to think that if you were smart enough you could do stand-up comedy and then um no yeah i was wrong it that's, turns out i was that, incorrect that, that harms your ability to do stand-up comedy being no smart. <laughs> no i thought <clears throat> it i mean i think because a lot of comedy is silly and and it's part of it's stupid i used to and hate silly the smart comedy. part of your brain's like well why isn't that why does that work that does not make sense it is not a form joke it's the way you're saying it it's right Brian Regan, it's it's the way he's doing something, right? And and his perspective, but it's, but Brian's a weird because when I first met him, uh, he's not the best. It's not a great example very because smart his stuff well. is yeah. his stuff is silly and smart at yes, the same yes, time, yeah. and it's just goofy. And but I remember when I met him, I was t- talking about some. We were talking about some comic that I didn't like and uh, that he brought up. <laughs> Your first and, podcast, eh? And, uh. <laughs> and, of course, no filtercation. Just goes, oh, that guy's all wiggly and shouty. I don't like him. And uh, and Brian goes, I'm wiggly and shouty. And I said, yes, it's you, Brian. You I don't like. And Because uh, I was like, he's not wiggly. I mean, I know what he means. Yeah. He's kind of wiggly and he can be kind of shouty. But it's not, it's not the same. Not the same. He, it's it's not layers. shitty comedy that I'm talking about. Um, well, I did I, – I, when I was in New York, I did so many sets so intensely and I focused so much on the, these few jokes that were in my um, 
in my crosshairs that week, you know? Yeah. And so that when I came home, I, I just wanted to kind of back off a little bit. And I, did, I didn't do that many sets. I did like three or four in the right. week. Right. No, no, no. But I mean. No, I know. Not, not two or three a night. Yeah. Just like not three like or New four York. sets instead in the whole of week. six a night. Yes. Okay. So that is backing off quite a, quite a bit. Right. And so, for example, getting to the gig where I, I, gave, I gave my son to Starbucks. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't have, I usually listen to my set on the way over and I, oh, right. he was in the car, so I didn't. And I just, and I was so preoccupied with making sure he wasn't kidnapped or that I sure. wasn't going to be arrested that I, I didn't even look at my notebook. You know, I oh, barely wow. looked at it. And then I just went up on stage and I, um, sometimes it, it's nice to, uh, when you've taken a little bit of time off, jokes have worn these like these very specific roads in your brain, and you only travel this way to this punchline. If right. you you take a little time off, maybe you just take a different circle to get there, and yeah. maybe that changes the joke a little bit. And and it, there is something you said with with not going over everything all the time and being yeah. really really tight with it. Yeah. I mean, there's times when you really want to be tight, and then just sort of. You know, not right, I mean, you, it's being lazy in a way, but it's also just letting the, uh, some other parts of your brain kick in and go, oh, let me try this joke out. Since you haven't you didn't reset it in this place where you always said, let me have at it and let yeah. me see if I can take it to the left. Did that work? Bit. Yeah, that's awesome. That's when I kind of remove this one beat. Yeah, that I that I kept doing and forgetting when I when I would do it, I'd be like, why don't why do I keep doing that thing? That's right. from the first. Where you iteration. hear yourself do it, and you're like, yes, no, it's I from the first the... iteration of the joke, and yeah. I I keep wanting to drop it, and I keep forgetting until not remembering until I'm I'm halfway doing it, you know, and uh, so for some reason I remembered this time because yeah. I hadn't done it in like a week or something. <laughs> anyway, I was like, that's no, that's great, and I think that it's. It can be laziness if you're not if you're not working on your set, but it yeah. also, yeah, I don't know that lazy because it. I think that there's a fine line between working on your set and your set and that set turning wooden, right. and just getting super too tight. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, I see what you've done. You've removed all the joy out of those jokes. Yes, and yeah. You know that joy that you have when you do a new joke for the first time. Right, right. You got any new stuff? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Super fun. And, uh, yeah, and it's, yeah, I kind of like it. I think I maybe added something to it on, at the Comedy Store on Saturday. And uh, I'm going to Chatterbox tonight, so maybe I'll. Covina. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, and 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 I've been doing so much writing um, on my book right now. Like, my brain hurts and I and part of me is like I'm not going to even work on my act I'm just going to be all personality for like two months I'm not doing any milk the goodwill tour milk the goodwill tour <laughs> I just want to yeah I just want to have a personality on stage and not worry yeah. about fixing jokes but then it's weird then I started coming up with ideas for jokes that's I it I told myself I wasn't going to that's perfect but but um yeah so I I um like this weekend, I like I didn't have a set on Friday night. I didn't try, um, and I, I just hang out. I I went home. I, this is my last weekend by myself. Mm-hmm. No mom, no son mm-hmm. for a while, you know. And uh, and I I worked on these. I I have like oh, I, and and my editor called me and she's like, "How's it going?" Which of <laughs> course is you never want to. First of all, you never want to have a conversation with the editor ever. 
<laughs> ever until okay. unless the book is done right but up until then i that's like please let's not talk it's just because yeah. you always feel like you're behind but you're yeah. but oh, she doesn't know i'm behind yet oh fuck she knows she, she's, <laughs> she, can, she can hear me um so i set up a file where she could read what i had written so far and um and so oh, I, wow so i could see when she checked in yeah and then i was like oh fuck she looked that, at it but that helped me really focus and well, there like, you go turn out a few more and so I'm, I'm in this new process where I have, there's 50 chapters. I want to get them all to 500 words. And then when I finish that round, then I go hit them all again yes. and see if I'm going to add 200 words each one. 200 okay. words worth of jokes. You right, know? right. Just tighten them up and, 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 and expand them. Yes. If, if, Essentially. If, if it doesn't, um, obviously if it, they're, they're funny and it doesn't just add words unnecessarily. Yes. But and then yeah, then clearly you're not just gonna pad each of them. Well, a lot of people do. Do they? I I fucking read books and I I'm like that the you, unnecessary that sentence you said. You also said in the top paragraph and you didn't oh. come up with a new angle on it. And the, right, right, just reiterating restating and okay, you know, and mm-hmm. my editor made me do fifty thousand words or something, mm-hmm. and it's like you know whatever. Oh, Harmontown is beneath Harmontown us, and is, they they are beneath us. It's a <laughs> it's an. <laughs> There's a lot of shouting and music right now. Right. There's some wiggly shoutiness going yes. on downstairs. <laughs> Someone's fucking a chair. <laughs> that guy died, you know. Anyway. I, that's, why I, that's why I brought it up, Jackie. It wouldn't be funny otherwise. Hey, do you want to do Comic of the Week? Yes. Go. Wendy Starling. Wendy Starling. I thought she was a Comic of the Week before. No, we got the list up. I put it up here waiting for someone to draw a dick on it. <laughs> here at the Nerd Melt uh, yeah, Studio. Yeah, super funny. Super. Now, I, uh, this is where I'm in the asshole because I'm sure I've met her. Yeah. And I sure, I'm sure I've done, I don't know her. So, but the thing is, is I'm sure I've met her. I'm sure I've seen her stand up. So what I did was I went to her YouTube page. Yeah. And I li- watched uh, a couple of videos. Yeah. And then, did you know this is possible on somebody else's YouTube page? Wendy Starling, two weeks ago, uh, liked a Taylor Swift video. Yeah. And so uh, I also watched that video. Because oh, I was that like, was oh, on I, her... I feel like I'm a lot. That was on her feed of her own YouTube page. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel like I know Wendy Starling a little bit more now. <laughs> she liked that Taylor Swift song. Good for her. Um, well, uh, that she's made... a great comic. She's very, yeah. It's It seems to be just like kind of fearless and dark. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about I haven't I've, I saw her She was the one with that amazing rape joke that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off, right? I think we talked about that a long time ago, but it was yeah. like a great a amazing great story. Yeah. I mean, a horrible story, but she f- she wrote some really great jokes around it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've she th- she did not have that. I did not find that on her YouTube. And that was and that's I fine. think she was still working on it. I think when I saw it, it was new and I if she's still working on it it must be tight as fuck right yeah. now man that's awesome the last time I saw her she was doing I was on a show she was hosting with somebody and I think she was doing kind of a character with somebody Glamour yeah 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 Glamour so she wasn't doing it didn't seem like she's doing regular stuff yeah it's a character her and the other girl hosted are both characters on yeah. the show yeah yeah so I, I I haven't seen that bit since. I, I mean I hope she didn't drop it. But sometimes you sometimes a bit sometimes you got to drop stuff because yeah. it's just like too emotional and it's too close to the bone and you don't have enough. It's weird. I worked with um. Remember, do you know Joey Medina? Mm-hmm. I worked with him so long ago. He he was me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, what does that mean? I, didn't I don't do know. Anything. The way you see you. Well, because Joey Medina's been doing stand up longer than we have, right? Yes. Or as, at least but as long. He, I think I was emceeing and he was featuring at, at one of Gary Bynum's rooms. So I'm making 200 and he's right. no more, making no more than four. Maybe right, 350. 350. He was also <laughs> boxing for money on the side. Like, he would have a comedy gig one week and then he'd have. A get hit in the face gig? Yes! Oh my God! How are you? Prize money. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. That is insane. Those are two weird careers that are peanut butter and chocolate. That's weird. Yeah. And I was like, why don't you talk about that? Because he wasn't talking about it on stage. He was just doing normal stuff. And he's like, I'm too close to it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I don't talk about swimming. It's like there's some there's something where you're just too connected to it and you can't get any distance from it, you know? Right. And when you and when you open a vein like that with the Wendy Starling, clearly. Yeah. Is it at Wendy Starling, by the way? Okay, good. Um when you open a vein like that, the emotional it's like that genocide bit, quite honestly. It's every time I do it, it 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 feels like it just I have to fucking open a vein, yeah. bleed on stage, and then find the punchline, and then hope nobody judges me for it afterwards. Yeah. And so far, nobody has. One yeah. guy walked out. Um, Do you know that's it, why he walked out? Uh, but he walked out on the earlier political stuff. He didn't walk out on the genocide part. So, essentially, Do you know I, that's why though. I mean, maybe according he to just... the doorman. Oh, okay. The doorman said uh, I, I was doing something about uh, the the World War Three, I think, and okay. um, and he, the guy went, "This is bullshit." Oh, and, and he okay. stood up and walked out. Okay. So that's the, I mean, that's the whole story. So it I'm, seems. I'm like, I constantly, if somebody moves during a joke, I'm new, when it's oh, new, I'm they like, hate me. what did you do? Why? <laughs> Why don't you like that? You know, like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I have appendicitis. I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Sit the fuck down and listen to this joke. It's first. almost done. It's almost, <laughs> and it's like four more lines. I know that I've ruined the timing of it now by addressing you and your arms crossed. But because uh, that was the other thing is that the drunk woman in the front row was had her arms crossed. It made me mad. The Have, woman who, you know, if you're drunk, at least be splayed open like a. <laughs> oh, she was. She was legs and arms she open. She had a akimbo. scarf and linen. She looked like she was dressed. You know that Mingling Wrinkles movie with Jack Nicholson and, and Meryl Streep? Mangling Wrinkles? Mingling Wrinkles. It was old people in a romance comedy. Romantic comedy. So oh, let me get this straight. Mangling Wrinkles isn't the title of the movie. <laughs> no, I wanted it to be. Oh. I wanted because she did like three of them. Nancy, whatever. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, um... That it's bed and breakfast type of thing. It was it was it was completely insane. Yeah, it was. I think Diane Keaton was in one of them, and Meryl Streep was in yeah. one of them, and that's exactly what this woman looked like. She looked like she belonged in Mill Valley. Okay, she was. It was just a. She was trail. She was dropping dollars and not picking them up. She. It would be like if she had a. If she was married to a guy who had a wad of hundreds, and there was a twenty on the outside, it'd be like, oh look, what the fuck is this? And he'd crumple it and throw it on the ground. Um, yeah, I'm she gonna got stop to you, talking man. about. She got to. She totally got to me. She got under my skin and it killed me. Um, oh, I watched the uh, Debbie Reynolds Carrie Fisher doc. Oh, how was it? It's good, and it's weird. Like I, I thought I would identify with Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I really identify with Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> Why? Well, listen to listening to Todd, her son Todd, and a little bit of Carrie talking about uh, Carrie Fisher talking about how their mom always loved to perform and always. You know, have performing filled a part of her that nothing else did, and they were always used to her mom, her the mom going out and doing a show, mm-hmm. and 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 Debbie Reynolds up until like up until very recently was out, 
Yeah. You know, and she was doing she was doing a show well into the nineties, if I remember correctly. In her eighties. And um she was doing a show in Vegas. Yep. You know, and she could barely when she would finish a show, she needed help walking down the stairs. But she was on stage in heels and a sequin dress those are heavy. Yeah. And singing yeah, and, she's in her and 80s. riffing. Yeah. yeah. And because she didn't, it's not, she just needed to perform. And I, I get that, you know, I get that. Right. And then, then I was like, oh my God, what if I'm, what if my son is Carrie Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> like it was very disturbing to me. Right. Has he had a birthday party that you have uh, done stand up at? Like when he was six, no. did you insist on tying the balloon animals? No, and my love okay. life is way less messier than I've never had a boyfriend leave me for Elizabeth Taylor. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, but you know, just the whole is it is it is it bad for a kid and to and have a for, parent well, with, a, with a strong career? Care if, like not a strong career, a love of something that has nothing to do with you. So sad, too bad. I don't think you have any control so over the fact. So sad, too bad. You can't control. You can't control how much you love stand-up comedy right. and performing. Right. I don't. And it would be like cutting off your right fucking arm. As, yes. And if you're right-handed, left. Yeah. If you're left-handed, hi, I'm over here still talking. Jesus Christ, Jackie. Okay, so but it, it's <laughs> this is what goes on in her head all day long, folks, and it's not pretty. Okay. Nope. But I don't think you could do anything about it, and. Children are resilient. <laughs> Children grow up and they and they live. Yeah, you know? and like he knows I love him, and we, you know. But I just wonder, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I hope. Yeah, it, you worry. I you hope worry it turns out okay. Yeah, I hope it he turns. Seems, out. He seems fine. He seems happy. Yes. There you go. He made the honor roll last month or something, no, right? He got accepted he got the, into gifted into. Oh, that's right. That's right. yeah. And oh, this is kind of cool. He he's. <laughs> He's been he's he reads of course but it's uh it's picture books you know like uh graphic um, novels <sighs> It is not yeah, picture don't try books. to upscale it to fucking graphic novels I am going novels. to upscale it Captain Underpants manga. is not a fucking novel okay <laughs> We'll get him into some manga That sounds dirty but It can saying, be but it isn't <laughs> But it's always been that stuff and mm -hmm. um, never a chapter. Like, I always read the chapter books, which is just yeah. words, no pictures. And um, so I got him a Five Nights at Freddy book called S Silver Eyes. Okay. And um, apparently it's terrifying and he can't stop reading it. Oh, really? I'm like, yeah. wow, it's so cool. Like, it's oh, cool. that's the one that, that gets you in. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Scary it's books. It's uh, terrifying animatronics in a yeah. pizza parlor. Let's <laughs> turn him into a reader. Oh, that's, yeah, pretty see, cool. that's what you got to do. You just have to find the. You Find find the genre. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I I had to walk him to the bathroom. I mean, it's you know he's become incredibly dependent on me. Again. <laughs> You're like, have you read this scary book? <laughs> it's uh, it's like me when I, I I change the Netflix password when my nephew doesn't call me for a couple of months. I'm like, hey, how's it going, TJ? And he's like, what's the Netflix? You've changed it. I said, yeah, just check it in. How you doing? <laughs> And uh, he's 23, right? So, oh my God! Come he's, on, teach. he's got a life. He's got a life to lead. I get that, but just uh, just making sure he's still alive. You know, I'm. Uh, I got. Uh, I'm, I have. I, I was. Is it jackassery, Kyle? Is that why you're laughing? <laughs> I'm just trying to change the topic. Okay, do it. Where are we at? I don't. You are at 42. Oh, Look at that. I thought we were further along. Yeah, me too. <laughs> don't we always? It, I mean, in my career, I also think I'm further along. Oh, no, you're doing so well. I don't know what to do with that. 
Are you sarcastic? No, I'm not. I'm not being sarcastic. I was bragging about your career to uh, Bamford today. Oh, really? And she was like, I don't want to hear any bitching from her. She's doing just fine. Why? It's all working out. Call Maria. (laughs) No, I know. I know. (laughs) Now I want to. Give me your number. Uh, Oh, I don't think I can. Uh, um, okay, so yeah, uh, I got this. Uh, I, I asked for royalty statements for Shitty Mom. Okay, here's it's so. Oh, first of all, I, there's this article uh, reviewing a book called I think it's called Scratch, where they talk to authors about how much money they actually make. Okay, and it's it's very fascinating, grim details. Oh, right, because right? there's no money in in publishing. Not until you like Cheryl uh, Strayed, who wrote um, Wild. Okay. okay, so she got $400,000 advance, but she was so far in, in debt, she and her husband, that it was gone. It didn't matter. Yeah, and, <laughs> right. and, the, and, and college loans and stuff like that. So she, they, they paid up. But you get an advance, but um, like the money you get in advance, like you, you have to pay the, the publishing house back by selling copies of the book. Yeah. So then you, you don't get paid again until everyone's paid back what that, what that advance what they was. feel like they owe you. Right. 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 Well, and and again, I, this has been explained to me, but it gets explained very suspiciously quickly, and I feel too, and I'm, I feel embarrassed that I don't understand it. So, okay. um, so say the words and maybe. Well, okay. So, me and the three other women that are on the cover of the book. There's four of us listed as co-authors. Okay, I got forty thousand dollars to write it. Right. Yeah. So now they all the book sales go to them. Until they each get forty thousand dollars, until right. we're all even. Okay. Then all the book now now all the book sales are divided by three, all the royalties, and the three of them get paid. And oh once right. Once they get to forty, I, I think that's the number. And then and then, then they break it, it all, back. Then it gets split up into five into four p- parts. Then okay. And and the and the royalties are like, you know, they're between ten thousand. Every six months they have a new statement. Right. So I looked at the last, you know, uh, two years, years yeah. worth, and it's like between ten and fifteen thousand dollars every six months. So mm-hmm. I, if things stay the same in two years, <laughs> I should be making twenty five hundred dollars every six months. <laughs> hey, uh, that will pay for cat food in your twilight years. <laughs> yes. So uh, nothing wrong. That's called passive income. Yeah, I uh, guess so. That man, you know. I did uh, I did at, at the Ice House the other night. Right. Uh, and carpooled with Rontowski, uh, Karen Rontowski. Yes. And um, she only has she has one album out. I don't understand. You only have one album, right? right. She, and She's but, been doing it around the same amount of time as we have, right? Right. right. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less just because. Well, but, but at the time we started, I mean, now, you know, half of the, your opening acts have, have CDs. Albums. Yeah. Right? And you weren't like you would never think of recording a CD until you were at least doing it fifteen years because right. you just weren't good enough. Well, until you had yeah. forty five, you were proud of. Yes, you know that bands put out a new album every new thirty minutes. Every new thirty minutes, bands will put out an album because they know that's the money is all the passive income. It really is, is. from radio. As soon play. as I'm done with this dumb book, I'm gonna do new work album. on a CD. Yeah, yes. It's uh, so she has one album, and I was like, you got to get another album out, you know, because uh, you know it's it, it's it's this. It's an it's an income that comes from sound exchange that comes yeah. from the radio play, yeah, Pandora and Spotify and all that stuff. And so, I whenever a, a, a feature has an album, like I when I was in Madison, the feature, oh, I'm spacing his name, um, he didn't have an album, and I was like, dude, you're funny, you got thirty minutes, 
And if and if you put out a thirty minute they feature play album, a, they never play a whole album. They just play pieces of it. Yeah, they just play bits anyway. Yeah, so it's not like somebody's spinning albums. Yeah, maybe they are at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> on some college radio. And maybe they're, but so so it'll be a thirty minute album. Who yeah, instead of, right instead of forty five. So yeah, I I have the first eighteen minutes of my album picked. Like I cool. and so I just need another thirty. <clears throat> and I have listened to. Essentially, I found the two shows. It's mostly going to be Friday first show, right? Yeah. And then um, what, Thursday show was good. And then so I I have the first tw- – and I've listened to Thursday and Friday first show, Thursday show, Friday first show uh, twice now and pulled the time code and, and, mm-hmm. I've, and I've got the first 18. And now I just have to f- – the rest of – I just – tomorrow I just want to get done with it because the faster I can get it to stand up records – yeah. Is the faster he can work on it, you know, because he's getting he's getting masters done and all this stuff. So, yeah. But I my laptop died, and I I just I don't have time oh. to. Yeah, I bought a new laptop. It sits because Andrew Solomson has to configure it or whatever. What'd he's, you get? I got it's called an Asus. You didn't get Asus. an Apple? No, I don't like a Mac. Really? Yeah, I have a I have an iPhone. That's enough Mac for me. Okay, there's plenty of you Mac. You don't like all your things to match, matchy match? No, no, I don't. Hmm. That's though I uh, I have decided I was I wore my moccasins a couple of times on stage. Pretty proud of my moccasins, <laughs> you guys. But I've decided I kind of want an entire buckskin outfit, you and that's to. gonna you and that's gonna to be my that. look. That's gonna be oh my, my God. I'm gonna do weird, yes. family friendly <laughs> sociopolitical no one comedy. Else is wearing that's my hook. A buck All buckskin pants buckskin? and then oh, fringe yeah. and a fringe jacket. Fringe. Come on, fringe shirt. I want to be dressed like Dan Frontier. <laughs> it's going to be great. And uh, and then that people are going to come idea. see me do stand-up. They're like, she never references it. She's just wearing an entirely buckskin <laughs> outfit with some moccasins. Dolly Parton is my new hero. You she's know, amazing. She knows what she's doing. She markets herself well. And has for 40 years. Yeah. She's a genius. I genuinely yeah. believe. And, I mean, she writes great songs. Yeah. But... But if she might just be another genius songwriter you'd never heard of, but yep. she just decided this is I don't know how she did that so young and how how she thought of all that well, at that I mean, time. You think about all of these real super powerful women like Beyonce, yeah, is I think a genius. Yes. And in, in both musically and business yeah. in business wise. Yeah. And even Kim Kardashian, you know, brought out of nothing, out of what? Being friends with Paris Hilton and some yeah. sort of yeah. budding fashion Wasn't sense? Wasn't she Paris, Hil- Paris Hilton's assistant? I think she was. They were friends and they were in some sort of weird reality show initially. With a Kim, uh, with a Richie, Nicole Richie. Yeah, it was some sort of hee-haw, sticking rich people in Nebraska or something, right? Yeah, I and don't know. it was dumb. I never saw it. But all I know is that she has, she's turned that into an amazing empire of, yes. of something I don't want any part of. <laughs> But that's, but I don't, it doesn't, I don't, it's not for me. Yeah. Right. She's doing just fine. She doesn't need me to want it. Yeah. So, uh, but there's so many super powerful women that are, that are great role models. And Dolly Parton was the, almost the only, she wasn't the only one we had, but it was like, you had to go with that tennis player, Billy. Billie Jean King? <laughs> Billie Jean King. You had to like Wait. find people in the 70s. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to find Carrie Fisher. I'm going to find Billie Jean King. Yeah. I'm going to find Dolly Parton. Well, Carrie, like Carrie Fisher, you know, 
had a lot of ins and outs in her career, ups and downs and stuff. And yeah. because she was battling something. Right, because she was a mess. Difficult. She, yeah, she had addiction and then she and had Dolly mental Parton, disorder. I don't know what she's battling. I don't think she's battling anything, any conflict within herself. No. That's not the sense I get from her, you know? No, I think whatever personal problems she have, she yeah. has had, they've she's kept them personal. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like Beyonce. And Beyonce's yeah. what? 25 or something no she's like 36 or something oh is she 35 okay yeah she's She's very young yeah but you know like and i think like janice joplin was great except for that she died when she was 28 yeah that's not by the way the shittiest looking 28 i've ever seen in my life 27 27 oh thank you kyle but women role models you guys they're out there well but and you got more of them today than than that than when I was a kid, I think. I mean, even Britney Spears, like, I don't know. She's got her money in a conservatorship, and she's doing a show in Vegas, right? Is she still doing it? I think she is. Maybe. She is. Sounds right. <laughs> I don't know what to say about her. That's, she seems like a troubled Ute. troubled lady. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's up with her. I just saw my cousin Vinny again, which is why I keep saying the word Ute. Um, Stop it. Okay, I will. <laughs> I think we got to be at an hour here. We're. Fifty fifty two? Where are you doing stand up this week? Wait. <laughs> hold on. Let's talk about Cher. What happened with Cher? Nothing. She's just oh, great. <laughs> oh, she is and just she's great. She's still alive. Yeah, half breed. She was talking about being half Armenian, you know. Yeah. No, she no, wasn't. No, she wasn't. She, she was, was talking about half being Armenian. Though. That was what she is half Armenian and that but my Honor. dad used to always say that when half breed <laughs> came out. Because everyone was Armenian when I was whenever there was any Armenian on, on television. Yeah. And we're from Wisconsin. <laughs> my grandmother and my dad would be like, Oh look, the Armenians. <laughs> and uh, so there was Mannix. And uh, <laughs> Oh my god. What a sad list. It's the saddest list. Starts with Cher and ends with Mannix. Yep. Oh, and on. and then my dad, every time he saw the word technician, he's like, Oh look, a technician. <laughs> And I was like, oh, you're a oh dad. You're the father of six, oh, like an oh, asshole. No. Oh. <laughs> but, she, you know, Cher is still alive. Yeah, she is. And, and lives over in... got to be 70. Yep. And she's, like, very powerful on Twitter, you know? Yep. Um, Whenever I go to, uh, to the, there's that fancy restaurant over in um, the Palisades, Pacific Palisades. Yeah. Uh, it's the spelled Chart Jeff- House? It's called Jeffrey's, but okay. they pronounce it. Joffrey? Yes, they do. Yes, they call it Joffrey's. I always expect to see Cher. (laughs) I want Cher to be there. (laughs) She supposedly lives right around there. Oh, really? Yeah. And Madonna Madonna was at some award ceremony. I forget which one. And she's talking about aging as a female. Yeah. And um, how shitty it was. (laughs) I forget all the I don't think Madonna's not going to go down swinging. She's going to go down swinging, Madonna. Right. It's weird. I mean, Meryl Streep wasn't, if you're known for your sexuality young, you are really making it hard for yourself to get old. Yeah. You know? And that goes with comics, too, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, if you're a sexy comic. It's, you're making it tough for yourself. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, And Meryl Streep was, has always been quite beautiful, but she never, she never exploited her sexuality unless it happened to be for a part. You know, right? And it she's and an the, actress. The I mean, I she think was you sexiest was in Sophie's Choice. I mean, it wasn't like <laughs> right or Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It's, she's it, but it's 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 she she reminds me of one of those actresses that you just pour a script into. Yeah, and she turns into that person. Is it because 
is it hard to age that way because you've spent the mental energy on your sexuality or is it because people start treating you a certain way and you change because of how they treat you or is it because you know they're used to you looking this way and then and then you look a different way well i like think about how harrison ford has aged in front of us right and then carrie fisher has not so she was in the force awakens and everyone's like, God, she looks like shit. She's like, no, she looks like a 60-year-old woman. Right. And uh, But Harrison Ford, who's 75, we got to watch him age, so we got used to it. Yeah, true. Because um, he got more roles because he's Harrison Ford. Right. And he's – but it – I think cre- I think you're right about creating that expectation when you're young. If you put all that energy into being super sexy, mm-hmm. like this is also a- – because it is a marketable commodity as a woman. I, I swear the the, um, the – I've always used the fra- – What? <laughs> but you know the phrasing that makes me want to kill myself is uh, I'm proving women can be pr- like sexy and funny. <laughs> Don't. That's bullshit. Don't. Just prove you're funny. Just prove you're funny. Seriously, that's all you have to do. You don't have to to prove all women or anything. Just, it's hard enough to prove that you're funny. Yeah. I mean, for me, I say that. It's hard. Every every night, it's a, uh, you know, do I still have it? (laughs) Right, right. Right. You have to, to something, you're not reinventing the wheel because you have built a wheel before, but you have to, you, every day you have to prove that's, yeah, just prove that you're funny. And don't and let the chips fall where they are because yeah I don't know what the people, people get that out are of demanding it. women be sexy or funny are guys it's yeah. not it's and it's like just find funny studio sexy. executives it's not the audience the audience comes and they're like please make me laugh they don't give a fuck what you look like they right. just want you to make them laugh right and if you have an extra ear and it's on your forehead make a joke about it and then keep talking. Mm-hmm. Like address the weird thing that you think is weird about you and yeah. then go forward. But yeah, there's create create I think you were right. You're making it harder on yourself. But some people can't help but be super sexy. <laughs> like, and but so you can't help it, Jackie. If you can't help it's, it. You can't, if you, you can can't help it, it, you just also have to be funny. I mean and <laughs> do you like, think I've it's... never been able to help being funny, quite honestly. And I've never put any effort into being sexy. Is it is it that way with guys too? I mean, I don't know. Dane Cook is sort of a sexual comic, right? right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's good looking, and he's he, he kind of went down that road, exploiting that a little right. bit, you know. Although not, you know, not the same as a female comic because no. they don't. No, kind of though. Did you ever see him do that bit? He did comedy in the round one time. Yeah. And uh, there was a bit that he did. It was a perfectly good dick joke, by the yeah. way. It was just a dick joke. There's no about... shame in a good dick joke. No, no, there isn't. And it was about him. Uh, his, it was about how he saw his dad um, was sitting in their living room when he was about four or five years old and his dad's robe was half open accidentally. And so he's like, look at that. And uh, and his dad said, um, "Son, one day all this will be yours." It was uh, that he was going to grow into his own piece yeah. or whatever. Um, and but the way he did the joke, he did an impression of himself as a toddler that was yeah. so irritating because he did this cute baby face and then did like the eyeball, like yeah. and but uh, and uh, he's like, "Look at that penis!" And I was like. Just do the fucking. The joke was good. It was a good joke. Why do you got to make yourself the adorable little boy mm. in the joke? And it felt like he was doing it to to be kind of 
I'm a little boy and you should take me home and fuck me. It felt like that. It, that's, it felt like well, a weird... Honestly, isn't that the subtext of every male comic? <laughs> it's not too harsh on Dane. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> oh, God, I love that. <laughs> We got to be done now, right? 58, 56. That's a fuck. You know what? You fucking end on a laugh, right? Yeah, that's not bad. Pull I will say plane. this, though. What? <laughs> um, is that uh, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in L.A. for a couple of weeks, so I'm pretty psyched. I'm doing uh, all L.A. shows. Cool. So yeah, me, me too. Me yeah. too. Me too. All right. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 